What you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And here she is, at U-N-E-E-Q underscore. That's right. Here's Laura. Follow me. Follow this girl, people. Please and thank you on Twitter and Instagram. It is the same name. And yes, I know I have an underscore, but it's okay. You guys can find it. I really okay. like the picture you put out there today. I like the thank highlights. I it's like new, but I like it. It's very nice. <laughs> well, thank you, Cap. I, I appreciate the love here. So if you guys didn't know, like I always say in the past days, you guys are living under a rock because today Staples Center will be, well, it's not gone yet technically, but the Lakers play their last game at this arena named Staples Center because as you guys know, it got changed to something else, which I don't really like it. But that's not the point. It doesn't really matter what my opinion is. But I wanted to read you guys something that the Lakers put out earlier today about them having or them playing their last game there. It says, there aren't many places that can make you feel how Staples Center has made you feel. It's where shots became big shots. It's where a three-peat landed in Los Angeles, where a scorer's table was the perfect place for a celebration. It's where streamers fell like rain and the staff knows your name. It's where coaches have put it all on the line, and it's paid off. It's where players show fans that they can believe in something, and where fans show players they believe in them. Staples Center, the place we've called our home for 22 years. Home to who the Lakers... Sorry. Home to who the Lakers have become, with 18,997 of you by our side. The name's changing, but this won't. Because you've all made this place our home. Our home for two decades and for decades to come. So as you guys know, and I've been very vocal about it, the name change has been huge for me. I don't like it. I know why it's happening. I get it. It's money. But it's it's a big deal for me. And I know that many of you guys don't understand it. But just like when I read that earlier today, I was like, oh, my God. I literally cried a little. Wait, and then a little when you read it earlier or a little when you just read it to us? No, 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 earlier, earlier. I didn't cry right I now. I kind of feel like you may have just gotten emotional in the middle of all of that. I mean, I did, but I didn't cry. No, but you got choked up. I did. Over Be- the name of an arena. Yeah, but it's... So it's a, it's a big deal for me, and I've said this before on this, like, on this show. It's a big deal because I grew up with it. You know, it's it's not just a name of a store because I know that you guys are like, but it's a supply store. Like, I get that. And I understand that. But for us, like for someone who is a huge Laker fan, who is an L.A. native, like it's a big deal for us. You know, I'm a huge Kobe fan. I'm a huge Laker fan, a huge fan of Shaq. So for me, that's where that attachment comes to. You know, it goes to I'm sorry. And and for me, it's just like, man, it's it's done like yes the building is still going to be there yes the team is still going to be there but it, it just it looks weird even like looking outside from the station and seeing like i wouldn't you know whatever dot com arena like it's just crazy and and i know that many people don't understand that and that's fine like you don't have to understand the attachment that we have as la natives as huge laker fans as kobe fans like some people will never understand that and that's okay so I just got a uh, text from our man, Jorge Briones, who says he's laughing at me. He goes, did you cry earlier today or did you cry right now when you were reading that? Yeah. And then he's in the background. He's screaming, always Vote in the background. Jorge. Foo. Yeah. Always. It's okay. I did not cry. Do I? Does it look like I'm crying? No, it's 
something else. He doesn't know. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Inside joke. I, I think, here, here's what I think, Laura. <laughs> I understand that the name Staples was a very easy thing. Hey, what are we doing tonight? We're going to Staples for the game. Great. Mm-hmm. Hey, can't wait to go to Staples and see the Lakers play. Can't wait yep. to get to Staples. The Kings are playing tonight. Yep. You know, hey, where are we going to see that concert? Staples. That's where they're playing. It's such it's a, a clean very name, easy too. thing to say. Right. Yeah. Staples. You didn't have to say Staples Center. Mm-mm. You didn't have to say the arena that was named after the store that sells paper. Right. It was it was just Staples. It was a very easy one word thing. And when you said Staples, nobody thought you meant that you were going to get a notebook or nope. a, a, a pen or a printer. They, nope. When you said you're going to Staples, you're going to see a concert, you're a in game, a, You're going an to event. an event. Exactly. You're going right. to an event. No one in L.A. or, I mean, I can't say, I can't speak for anybody outside of L.A., but for sure nobody in L.A., when you heard the name Staples, you thought of the store. You thought of this building. You thought of the Lakers. You thought in, of Kobe. And I'm not saying that. Just because a name change, you won't do that. But I've literally said hashtag forever staples because it's true. It's engraved in us. Like it's and I know that, you know, for people that are not from here, they just don't get it. See, they, they won't. I want to jump in because I feel like this is being directed towards me because I think it's funny. And the only thing reason I think it's funny because it's like, oh, that's cute. You guys are upset that another corporate sponsorship took over the naming rights because it's already it happens every city. And L.A. is just like one of the last cities for it to happen, I guess. Like so many teams like I'm a diehard Cleveland fan. I grew up going to Jacobs Field. And then they change it to progressive field. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to call it that. And after a while, you get used to it. And like, I made a big deal out of it. But then they changed Gundarina to Quicken Loans to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. They changed Cleveland Browns Stadium to uh, First Energy Stadium over a corporate sponsorship. So in that situation, I feel like it's super different because it's Cleveland Browns Stadium. And it has nothing to do with a corporate sponsorship. And then they come in and buy it. And now you have to call it First Energy Field or whatever. So I just think that... While everyone is emotional and whatever about it, like it doesn't change anything at all. You can still call it whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. literally just a transaction. We're we're still definitely. I mean, I know many people that are saying like we're not going to call it that. You know, we're not going to call it Crypto.com Arena, which is the new name. We're still going to call it Staples. So I, I mean, you're right. It, it's just again, it's not directed to you. It's just us as people that live here and are Laker fans, and we grew up here. It's a big deal to us. It, that's just that's the that's it. It's if just, I'm that's what the it is. CEO of this the company Staples, and I said, hey, look, it cost us however much money it did from 1998 when Shaq and Kobe had shovels out in front and they were breaking ground, and Staples became the first corporate sponsor name of the arena. Till today, 2021, so whatever it's been, 20-plus years, if I'm the CEO of Staples, I'm like, why do I need to spend that kind of money? There are enough people that are still going to call it Staples, and we're going to be getting, we're going to have people still saying the word Staples and possibly thinking about our stores, even when we're not spending money to sponsor the arena. But you're right. Everything's going to be the same. You're still going to have Chick Hearn's statue out front. You're still going to have Shaq's dunking statue out front. Oscar De La Hoya. Every single statue that is in front of Staples Center is still going to be there. It's the exact same place and Mm -hmm. building, but it will just have new signage all over it. That's all. Yeah. I mean, in Cleveland... You know, like the ballpark was called Jacobs Field originally, built after the owner, Dick Jacobs. And there's T-shirts that people made. Like, I think it was Homage, the popular T-shirt company, that made T-shirts that say, 
it's still the Jake to me or something like that. So I, I feel like there's always going to be that portion of people who really, really have like an attachment to the corporate sponsorship name of Staples. But at the end of the day, like your memories are the same and you can still call it whatever you want to call it. No one's telling you you can't. It's mm-hmm. just a sign. That's true. It's it's still a big deal to us. <laughs> I mean, all of that is all true, you know, but it's like we're going to what is the the song like? Let me cry if I want to. That's kind of how it is. It's like it's a big deal. It's a big deal to us. It's a big deal to a lot of us. And it, it's just like even though the name cha- I mean, the letters came down, what, like two weeks ago, last week or whatever. But even you, Cab, tweeted at me. You were like, oh, it still says Staples Center in the middle of the court. Like that will no longer, you know what I mean? Like little things like that, like the artwork inside of, there's just so much, but you're right. Like everything inside of that building will remain the same as far as, you know, your memories and everything. It's just, it's crazy to know, like, oh snap, it's not really Staples Center anymore. All right. That's what you need to know. What you need to know is brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Listen, 90 minutes from wherever you are. Do you need somebody to walk into the studio and console you in any way? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. You I appreciate. I, I kind of, I appreciate a virtual hug. I was gonna say, I feel like this whole talking it out on the air has probably yeah, it, it, it really probably has really been therapeutic. It really has yeah, been therapeutic. So. I'm just uh-huh. saying, I've been through it. I girl, yeah. I've been there. I've been through it. My, I'm a diehard fan from my hometown, and they changed our stadium name. And you know what? I thought it was gonna hurt, but just like any breakup, I got over it. Mm, that's true. I think you. I think if you remember back to the early days, though, when stadiums and arenas were not named with you know corporations on them right like cleveland brown stadium or what about lambo lambo field can you imagine if they tried to change the name of lambo field but you know what would happen they the money talks and if someone paid enough they would do it people would be outraged but hey like i said money does talk don't touch dodger stadium people I grew up at going to a stadium when I was uh, when I was a teenager and living in Florida. I used to go to a, a Dolphins games, and they moved from the Orange Bowl to a stadium that was called Joe Robbie Stadium, and Joe Robbie was the owner of the Dolphins. And so, but then before you knew it, there were like ten different names, and it, these these corporate sponsorships they didn't have what Staples had, which was twenty plus years of consistency, and the names would change every couple of years, and you're like, I don't even know what the name of the stadium is anymore, you know. And so what you got, Laura, and what L.A. got was 20-plus years of a, a consistent name. And then, remember, of course, all the great teams, all the great players, all the memorable moments, the games. So I, I understand your emotional attachment to the name, but I think where we've all kind of goofed about it is the name is just a, it's just a store where you buy office supplies and you're like, yeah, but it's not because I don't even think of the office supply store. I wonder if people feel this way. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. The Lakers will play San Antonio tonight, but when they play Brooklyn on Christmas Day, the name will be different. And oh, by the way, that's if the game gets played because I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen. I know Adam Silver said the other day the NBA has no, you know, they don't have any plans of pausing the season, but Brooklyn is a team that's been really impacted by COVID. So will this game actually ultimately be played on Christmas Day? Because you know the NBA wants these games on Christmas Day. That's part of Americana on Christmas Day is the NBA all day on television. So, hey, by the way, we lost Kirk. Uh, Kirk Morrison is at home broadcasting. And power outage, Wi-Fi outage, the rain, the, the, the weather, it has knocked Kirk right off the air. So we'll see if we can get him back. But if not, let me get to where we were headed. LeBron James, this is two days ago after the loss against Phoenix. 
LeBron has a post-game press conference. And I want everybody to hear LeBron. And I talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I want you to go deeper into this now. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to how he's saying it. And then ask yourself this question. Is LeBron right? Laura, play LeBron talking about how to assess this Lakers season thus far. I mean, I feel like that's a question you ask me after every game. Uh, I'll you not, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. Um, we have not, we don't know. We have no idea what this team can be of. And when you have, you know, no Trev, who was his first, just the second game back, um, no K none. Um, I missed, you know, a, a bunch of games. Now AD's out, you know, and a bunch of guys in protocol or head coaches out. So how can we really fully assess what we have, you know, when we haven't been whole? We haven't, I can't remember the last time, you know, we, you know, played the same starting lineup. I had the same rotation coming off the bench. It's been a long time. So um, it's hard to assess that. All right. Let me ask everybody a question. Is LeBron right? I mean, is it really hard to assess who the Lakers are and who they might eventually be? Because between LeBron being out, AD being out, he mentions Ariza just coming back, COVID-related issues, Frank Vogel's not here because of COVID. I mean, is LeBron right that it's really hard to assess who the Lakers are and who they might eventually be, given everything that has gone on here in the first uh, 30-some-odd games of the season, 32 games? Is LeBron right? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Let me grab a couple of calls here. Here is Ollie in Irvine on Sedano and Cap on a rainy, cold Thursday, day before Christmas Eve. What's going on, Ollie? Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to emphasize that L.A. fans are very nostalgic about Staples Center being called Staples Center because we won five championships there. It's not just the name and how long they've been there. We've won five championships there. And uh, Lindsay, she mentioned something about the Cleveland Browns. The Browns, how many titles have they won in whatever stadium they were in? But that doesn't that doesn't matter if you're talking about like your sentimental connection to it. Like you know, there's people that that you know you can love just because your team doesn't win doesn't mean that you love them any less than a team that does win. The part of the nostalgia is the championships you've won. Okay, well, they, like I said, they they changed the name of the 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 NBA arena too. I agree, dude. You know, same thing. It's like it's like being married and having kids with someone and getting a divorce. I mean, you're gonna feel different if you had kids with them as opposed to not having kids with them. Like these championships are. But the LA but the arena too. isn't going anywhere. Nothing is changing except for what what the the sign outside says. You could still call it whatever you want. Like what? I, that's you what I don't understand. It's not the same. Oh, okay. It's I not. Mean, okay. And he's it's, right. It's not the same. We, we have We could all revisit this in a year from now, and I'm sure all of you guys will will be like, "Yeah, we made a way big too, way too big of a deal out of it." Well, let's see. A, a lot of other people want to chime in on this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Ollie, good call. Way to get the conversation going. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. <laughs> That's good advice, by the way, George Sedano. Stay safe, everybody, especially here this evening. It's cold. It's dark. I mean, my goodness, man, it's 517 in the evening, and it might as well be midnight. It's so dark outside. It's pouring down rain. Slow down. Pump the brakes. Let's get everybody home safely. Let's enjoy Christmas Eve tomorrow, Christmas Day, and the weekend, and the holiday season. So be safe out there, everybody. Laura, you want to turn this up? Let's get everybody festive. Let's get everybody into the mood. There you go. All right, this song is going out to my man Beto Duran, Manos de Piedras who was filling in yesterday for Sedano. He requested this song. And Beto, if you're listening this afternoon, appreciate you yesterday, man. You were a lot of fun. That was great. Kirk Morrison was with us earlier, but you know what happened? Uh, you know, Pretty much like the electricity went out in his house, the Wi-Fi went out in his house, and that is the byproduct of what is going on with the weather right now. We were talking about the name change from Staples Center to crypto, which is all happening. And tonight you'll see the Lakers play against San Antonio. And this is it because Christmas Day, it becomes officially Crypto.com Arena. We were also talking about LeBron James, his postgame comments after Tuesday, and how down he sounded. You know, the one thing about LeBron, even with the team not performing well, you might have expected LeBron to be optimistic sounding, but instead LeBron sounded very down. The question was, how do you assess the team? And LeBron's answer was, well, you know, um, you know, coach is out, AD's out, I've been out, this guy's out, COVID this, I don't know, we're not very good. And instead of being like, hey, you know what, listen, we're going to get it together. We're going to all play together. Uh, we got a long way to go here. Uh, COVID is wreaking havoc on our team right now. Listen, just everybody chill. We'll be okay when the playoffs come. It wasn't like that. There didn't have, there was no optimism, in my opinion, in LeBron's tone. So if you want to jump in on that, go for it. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Here's Eric in Covina checking in on Sedano and Cap. What's going on, E? Hey, well, hey, here's my, I'm just let you know, I am driving careful in the rain, but hey, I got to chime in on this, on what you were talking about here. I do got to go with LeBron because it's got to be frustrating, which you think you get something going and something happens, either something gets on the COVID list or something happens that you, you can't perform on a daily basis so everybody can get around. Practice is one thing, but when you got to go on the court and get your opponent, it's a different story. So I really think he's frustrated in the back of mind. He might have to wait till the end of the year to really have this team really gel and play as a unit, and then you know what substitution that our that Vogel's going to make to go for somebody else. It's got to be frustrating for the guy and the whole team for that matter. Yeah, especially with the way LeBron has been playing, you know, as of late in particular, you know, I, I think it's got to be frustrating for him because when we really think about it, Who's the guy who put this roster together? Who's the guy that made the decisions? We don't want this guy. We do want Russ. He's got a lot of money coming his way. That means we can't spend money over here or do other things. I mean, I just think that LeBron, the player is frustrated. The general manager, LeBron, is frustrated. The head coach, LeBron, is frustrated. And, uh, and the real human being, LeBron, is frustrated. Here's a call from Sean checking in in L.A. Hey, Sean, you're on Sedano and Cap. What's going on? Yo, Sean, Hello. you're on the radio. Talk to us. Uh, it's John. Yeah, well, John, too. What's up? Hey, you know, I don't know if you mentioned this earlier or not, but no one seems to be talking about the business aspect of Staples putting their name on a building like that. 
so I looked up what they paid for it back in 2000. It was exactly half the amount crypto's paying for it now, $375 million. But what has it really done? I mean, in 20 years, the Staples Center, I mean, have they gained business? Have they, is it just for nostalgia? Is it just for exposure? Or is there like a business to be gained out of it? I don't think they've gained anything out of it. I think it's just putting their name on a building. So want to get your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, how do you measure the data on return on investment? Uh, I mean, every single, every single time a game is played there, whether uh, let's just talk about the Lakers for a second, whether you're listening on 710 and John Ireland says, you know, welcome inside Staples Center. Or if you're watching locally on Spectrum Sports and Billy Mack says, welcome to Staples Center. Or maybe you wind up watching a national game and Kevin Harlan says on TNT, we're live from the Staples Center. And it's not only the broadcasters saying it, but every time you're watching a game, it says Staples Center on the floor. They have a, a blimp shot with Staples Center on the top of the roof. I mean, you're talking about millions and millions and millions of dollars in exposure, brand building, impressions, etc. So then the question becomes, well, how's that really impacted our business? Is Staples by far and away the number one company when it comes to office supplies? And if that's the case, do we look at it and say, it's all because of the $375 million we spent over 20 years by putting our name on a building? It's a great question. We actually, it would be an interesting interview to, uh, to talk to somebody who's like one of the top executives. Why did you guys do it then? Why did you not want to put the money in now? And maybe it's just as simple as, because 375 back then seemed like a bargain, 750 now is something that's way out of our budget. That's a good point. Whatever the point was, I'm just kind of rambling at this point. Uh, here's Terry in Long Beach. Hey, Terry, you're on Sedano and Cap. What's happening? Yes, hi. Uh, I'd just like to put a little perspective on this. I used to uh, sneak into the forum back in the day to watch the Lakers, and I actually saw Wilt Chamberlain, Elgin Baylor, and Jerry West play there one time. So, uh, you know, when I was a kid. So I understand the attachment younger people might have to Staples. Anytime the forum is mentioned there, I think back to those fond memories and those are very fine memories. So I'm a poet, so I would just like to quote Shakespeare, if I may. Please feel free. Is still a rose by any other name. And remember, this is a corporate world, and we just live in it. All about the money, honey. Happy holidays. <laughs> Uh, we don't we don't usually get callers who quote Shakespeare and you know I'm not I, I love I, him yeah he's good <laughs> that's a good call you know that guy Terry right there should be nominated for a Mandy Award for top caller on the station but he's got to call back more and he's got to keep every time you call Terry you should quote Shakespeare for some other reason in the conversation we're happening I like that you like that Laura right or whoever um, he was quoting when he said, it's all about the money, honey, because I don't know who originally said that, but it's a great quote, too. I like it. All right. Uh, if you want to jump in, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Radio Tinder's coming up next. Now, normal circumstances, here's how Radio Tinder goes. Lindsay asks a question. I give an answer. George gives an answer. That's kind of the way things go. Sedano's on vacation. 
Kirk Morrison had the electricity in his house go out, the Wi-Fi in his house go out. So here's the thing. I'm going to throw a complete curveball at both of you guys, Laura and Lindsay. How about we open up the phones, and each time we do a radio Tinder question, you throw it to me, I'll give you an answer, and then we throw it to the caller to swipe left or right. If somebody wants to jump in on radio Tinder on Christmas Eve Eve, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, this is your chance to be the other half of Radio Tinder, and it's coming up next on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Yes, indeed, it is time for Radio Tinder here on Sedano and Cap. By the way, I'm getting a ton of reaction on this conversation we're having about the end of the deal for Staples Center and the beginning of the deal for the Crypto.com Arena. Everybody's got strong opinions about this, so Twitter's going crazy. And we'll come back to your calls on it shortly. But it is time for Radio Tinder. Sedano's on vacation. Kirk Morrison's house got, I don't know what happened to it, but there's no electricity. He lost power. He got no Wi-Fi. He's gone. He said the flashlights are out. Hey, poor poor Kirk Morrison. Think about this. Kirk started the show today with, I went to the oral surgeon to have a root canal. I panicked that I wasn't going to be able to get to the show. I stopped the doctor in the process of the root canal to get to the show and then halfway through the show, Kirk Morrison's electricity goes out. He could have had the root canal today, guys. No, maybe the power could have gone out over there. You never know. And halfway through the root canal, there's no power. So I think he got the better end of the stick. Well, yeah, he's uh, he's probably happy right now sitting at home going, nothing I can do. Ain't nothing I can do. All right, it's time for Radio Tinder. Lindsay's hosting. Laura is jumping in, playing the second half. And uh, we'll get back to... I'll get back to the rest of the show right after Radio Tinder. And here's Lindsay, ready to roll. What's five up, Lindsay? Mi- five minutes later, a TikToker has divided the internet after publicly dragging a restaurant customer about his tip. So the man shared a bill from an Applebee's showing the person's meal came to a total of seventy three forty five, with Applebee's suggesting an 18% tip of twelve fourteen or a 20% tip of thirteen forty nine. Those are standard tips these days. So the customer only left six fifty five, which is half of the suggested tip. And they also left a note that said, you was great. Holidays are just rough right now. Then they added a sad face at the end of the message. Uh, your thoughts, quote unquote, is what the TikToker captioned the clip with. So half of the responses sided with the customer saying that person probably had to save up just to take their family out for that meal. Whereas the other half sided with the server saying they can't help that they're only paid $2 and some change an hour and that they rely on tips for their income. So do you think that what the customer did was okay, given they left a note? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'm going to swipe left and say no. I don't think what the customer did is right. Look, let's say the customer was going through some really hard financial times. Then here's a piece of advice. Don't go out to dinner to Applebee's and spend $73 on dinner. Go to a grocery store. Spend half that amount of money, get the equal to or greater than amount of food, and then you don't even have to leave a tip, and then we don't have an argument about it. I would say that if you're struggling financially and you can only leave half the tip, go to a grocery store. You get a lot more for a lot less. So I'm swiping left. Laura, what do you think? I'm kind of torn here because part of me wants to say a cap and say, well, don't go out if you can't afford to leave a tip. But then part of me is like, he's still, or this person, right? It's a, it's a guy. Uh, he still left the tip. 
he could have not left the tip. So I'm going to swipe right because he still left the tip. I'm not saying that it wasn't crappy, but he still left the tip. There's people that don't leave tips at all. So as a former server, I think that anytime you put in your budget or decide to go out to dinner, you need to account for the fact that you have to leave a tip. So if this person knew, hey, okay, let's see, well, their, their total bill was like 70, so they had 80 bucks to spend, right? If you only have $80 to spend to go out to eat and you are going out to eat for whatever reason instead of getting groceries like Cap said, account for that in your meal. So if you know you only have $80, don't spend $73 worth of food. Get less food, get a deal, share with somebody because Servers make $2 and some change an hour. And when you don't tip them, they don't get paid. And there's no situation where, you know, like those, that person saying it's hard during the holidays. Well, I'm sure you worked very hard and saved up money to be able to go out to dinner. Well, guess what? This person is working very hard to save up money for whatever. And now they're not going to have any for all of this service they just gave you because you stiffed them pretty much on a tip. Well, I have a quick like question. What, Sorry, what, Cap. Yeah. When you when you say $73, like my first thought was, OK, what's the tip? The tip is 15 bucks. Mm hmm. What do you think, Laura? Yeah, I, I always do like 20% unless like that's my normal. Unless they were super, super great, then I tip extra. So, I mean, I get it. I've never uh, theoretically been a server. I've helped out, but I've not been on a payroll. But like, so I had a question for Lindsay because she said they only get paid two something an hour. Like I have friends that are servers and they get paid whatever the minimum wage is. Is that like that's the minimum wage as a server is two dollars and some change. There, there's a whole I, I could explain it to oh, you. I was like, wait, but long story short, that. like they're they're a tipped employee only makes a minimum wage of it's like less than three dollars. And then if they don't claim that many tips when they go to leave at the end of the night, then the company they work for is responsible for paying them for the difference to make up for whatever minimum wage should be. However, most people that are servers and bartenders or people who rely on tips for income, they're not doing it for minimum wage. They're, it's a very, very hard job, and I think it deserves more than minimum wage. Agreed. But, you know, the fact that you're going to wait on somebody and then they're not going, going to take that into consideration, they shouldn't be going out to dinner or they should just be getting less food. Don't get the appetizer. Let, Don't let get ask, the pop. That let, makes me ask, sense. let me ask one question, though, real quick about this. You know, you go to pick up something at a takeout place mm -hmm. and they and they turn around like the iPad or something and then they give you tip options, you know, 15 percent good, 20 percent really good, 25 percent great. Like, do you have to tip a takeout as much as you tip a, a sit down? I do. I tip. See, because I mean, again, I do too, because I'm just guilty. Yeah. I but mean, I always think about that. Like if I sat here and they served and they worked. But this is takeout. But what you don't see behind the scenes, though, is, again, working in restaurants yep. during college, they're doing just as much, sometimes more, than what a server's doing when they're only bringing out your, your plates and your drinks. Mm -hmm. They have to make sure that the meal is prepared, like, you know, this person's meal goes with this side, and they wanted extra ketchup, and this, you know what I mean? Like, you have to box everything up, and it's called, a, you know, consolidating. Yeah. You have to make sure that the whole order's there, and it's correct. And so... I think you should tip them. Maybe, I do too. maybe not twenty percent if you have if you have that much of an issue with it. I always do, but then you can ensure that you know the next time you order from there, they're going to do a good job and they're not going to forget your extra yeah. ketchup. I I don't know. Like for me, you know the the people that I tip a lot too, like um, the bus boys, like the people that are cleaning like the tables and stuff. Like I always have a habit of have like I hate carrying cash and usually don't but when i go out to a restaurant specifically that i know has like the bus boys and stuff because not all of them have them sometimes the waiters themselves do it i always have cash 
to give it to them because I'm like, this is for you. The waiter, the waitress has their own tip. Like, this is specifically for you. I Very always nice. do that. Very nice. See, I like to just tip the managers. Great job. Great job, Cap. Of that course. makes lots of stuff. Lots of sense. All right, next one. So ESPN, Especially when they get you the tables, when you call them and you're like, yo, I need a table. And they're like, okay, we got you. Sometimes you do got to like slip those people a you 50 do. or a whatever, yeah, you know? That's right. All right, give us another radio tinder. Okay, so ESPN has done a lot of innovating when it comes to their college football playoff presentation. And this year, they're adding another way for fans to watch all the CFP contests. But this time, it's not a new camera technology or a streaming option, but... ESPN and movie theater chain Cinemark have announced a partnership that's going to see select markets offer theater screenings of the semifinal Cotton Bowl and Orange Bowl games on December 31st, and then again for the championship game on January 10th. So ESPN said that this collaboration brings together the best in college football and exhibition for a -a one-of-a-kind viewing experience that will make people feel like they are part of the on-field action. Uh, Would you ever consider watching any of these college football playoff games in a movie theater. Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'm going to swipe left and say I don't even go see movies in a movie theater. I mean, I I practically ruined Spider-Man for everybody by seeing it the other day Mm. and saying something that I probably shouldn't have said that I thought was common knowledge only to find out that I said something that I shouldn't have said about a part of the plot and somebody that's in the movie. So I'm a a guy who doesn't go to movie theaters to see movies. Yeah, I'm just not I'm not going to I'm not going to go see a college football game in a movie theater. I'm going to sit at home and watch a college football game at home. That's what I'm going to do. How about you, Laura? I'm swiping left. I think that's the no part, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, Correct. yes. Swipe left. Well, Cap, I thought maybe since you don't see movies in movie theaters, maybe this would be this is a completely different experience. Maybe this would get Reason you to, to the movie theater, but I guess not. Mm-mm. But you know, the other day I complained about the size of the soda, the size of the popcorn, having the ticket on my phone, I having don't to put the popcorn that. down. I really don't understand that because yeah, the popcorn and the soda sizing has stayed exactly the same. I know, but I told you I haven't been in a movie theater in like five years. It's- and then when I got there, I was like... Do but I it hasn't a, changed. I know, but I was like, I ordered a medium and a medium is like the, the equivalent of a two liter bottle of soda. Do I really need that much soda? I mean, you're paying for it. People are not going to... You're paying for the experience, Cap. I know. I know. All right, last one really quick here. During a recent appearance on Sirius XM's The Howard Stern Show, Mm -hmm. Billie Eilish opened up about her experience at the Met Gala. You know, it's that fancy... uh, It's where everyone goes on the red carpet in their fanciest outfits. It's a big, rich people celebrity thing. So Billie Eilish compared attending the star-studded bash with regular guests like... Kim Kardashian West, Rihanna, Kendall Jenner, and more, to being back in high school. She said, I think it's nuts. It's famous people, famous peopling. That's all it is. You know what? The main thing that night made me think or feel was how famous people are literally just nobodies. They're just randoms, and it's so weird. Do you agree with Billie Eilish that famous people are really just random nobodies? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'm going to swipe left and say that famous people aren't necessarily random nobodies, but in the the names that you just threw out there, it's like all the popular kids from high school, but these are like the most popular of the popular. They got the most followers on Twitter and Instagram, and so they're invited to all the really cool things that the regular people like us are like, Oh man, I'll never go to something like that. Or what is that even for, by the way? But it, I do like her assessment of the fact that it's just the most popular kids who are all part of the same now, like adult fraternity. So, yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, I don't know that I think that they're just nobody randoms, but but I do think it's kind of a weird thing. 
So, um, I'll swipe left as well. I obviously they have a name to themselves. I just I don't know if this is what she meant. It's just like yo, they're regular people too. Like, is that kind of what she meant? Yes, that's what yeah. she meant. Like they're just like yeah. me and you. And yeah. they are. It's kind of like the luck of the draw. It's a, between a genetic lottery and right. you know who knows who and stuff like that. They are just they're just they could be me and you. Any of us could yeah. be famous. Really, those people just happen to get lucky in one way or another. I actually agree with her. I just think her saying like they're no one. I think that's what threw Cap and I off. But then when I thought about it as as answer as I was answering apparently like I, I can't speak today is like she just kind of felt like well anybody could be famous really well that's is, why i say true? you know all the time i'm like i'd love to have lebron on the show and george laughs at me and goes lebron not ever coming on the show i'm like he's a regular human being who talks on the phone to his friends and if you could just get him to give you 10 minutes he's not gonna he'd do just it. be a guy who's on the nope. phone he's a regular guy he is but he's not gonna do it I don't know. I'm not so sure about that. I'm one of these people that doesn't like to take no for an answer. And, we know. And we I, know. <laughs> and I just, I just will not give up on that notion. Now, I haven't really put a lot of work and energy into it, but I just don't see why, why it's such a big ask and why everybody just automatically puts it down. So, all right, stick around. Stick around. Coming up, uh, Karen Kay's got traffic. That's a good thing because it's so freaking dark outside and it's so rainy and cold outside. Karen Kay's going to update us. And then I want to hear what everybody's doing for the holiday because we're about to hand off to Laker pregame. So stick around. I got to agree with Slee. I got to agree with him. Seriously. Every time he did the ho, ho, ho thing, it got worse and worse and worse. Like, how hard is it? I mean, you weren't that great either, bro. So calm down. No, but come on, man. I had a lot of energy to my ho, ho, ho's. I mean, it when was we scary. Had, when that we, was what Lindsay said. It was scary. It did sound like it was from like one of those horror movies where like Santa kills someone and then afterwards is like, ho, ho, ho. But it was energetic at least. You know what I mean? Scary, like a scary energetic. That's all. Perhaps, perhaps. But threatening. Maybe. I mean, at least that's the way you guys heard it. But I mean, I didn't intend it to be that way. I mean, I thought it was like, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. And I think if you gave me 56 tries. I think over the course of 56 tries, I mean, I could probably nail it to the way we'd want it. But Slee, to his credit, he's very, uh, he's very self-aware. His ho-ho-hoing was horrible, you know? Well, I think the, actually the last one he did on that liner was probably one of his best ones. When, I concur with you, by yeah, the way. So we could just I heard cut him that just one say out. that. Right. They should cut that one out and just use that one. You know? I think when he stopped trying so hard is when it actually worked for him, you know? Hey, we're uh, bringing you up to Laker pregame tonight and, you know, more bad news from the health and safety protocol side of what's going on in the NBA. And this news was, you know, came out earlier today. But Trevor Ariza now, who's been missing for the first 30 games of the season, comes back, plays well for two games. And now he's in the health and safety protocol. I'll tell you right now, if I had to put money on it, I might actually bet that the Lakers Nets game on Christmas Day May not go. I, I don't mean to sound so pessimistic and so grinchy here at Christmas, but with what's going on with Brooklyn and what's happening with the Lakers, I, I listen, I get it, man. The show must go on. The NFL is talking about, hey, look, um, we're going to stop testing guys who are vaccinated and, and asymptomatic. We just don't even want to know anymore. And the NBA, which really has been the leader in the way they've responded from the very beginning of COVID in like March, April of 2020, really like late March, um, they also have kind of said, we don't have any plans of any kind to pause our season. Whereas the NHL, on the other hand, the NHL is like, hold on, timeout. We're not going to play for about a week. So I'll tell you, man, it's um, 
very interesting times as the uh, the Lakers tonight against San Antonio. And like I said, we're bringing you right up to the Laker pregame show. Laura, you said something, unfortunately, I could not hear because I was rambling. What did you say? I was going to say do a read here. <laughs> oh, you want me to do a read? I can do a read. Tell me about a read. I'll do the read. Tell me which read you want me to do. Alignment. Oh, Alignment Health Claire. I'd be happy to do Alignment Health Claire <laughs> if I could just say it. Uh, this segment is being brought to you by Alignment Healthcare. How's that? All right. You want to read the rest of it? No, that's all you. You get paid the big bucks, sir. I do, but you know what? I have to read it, and since it's not in front of me, I can't really read it. You know what I mean? This segment is brought to you by... I'll help you out. Thank you. Oh, no, keep going. This segment is being brought to you by Alignment Healthcare. Mm-hmm. That's making all? You, making you healthy? Making you feel good? <laughs> this is just horrible. <laughs> Horrible. I don't have it, dude. I really don't have it. It's not on our sheet right now. And and I'm admitting to you on radio. I appreciate live, it. Okay. Dancing Kat. naked in front of everybody. Okay. I'm, this I'm admi- portion of the it. show is presented by Alignment Health Plan. Changing health care one person at a time. See, there you go. Nice, nice read, by the way. You guys get paid the big bucks for that. Very nice read. Very, very nice read. It's a team effort, though. It's a team effort. And the bucks aren't that big, you know? It's a team effort. That's all. Tell me this. Tell me what you guys got going on. Here it is. Christmas Eve Eve. Laker game tonight. I happen to be watching right now. San Francisco against Tennessee. I've got my eyes on the 49ers because I don't think Rams fans should discount the 49ers and the run that they have made here in the last few weeks. You know, they started out 3-5. and and now they've gone five and one to get themselves to eight and six. And I just really think that Rams fans, let's not get arrogant here because the uh, Cardinals lost to the Lions. Let's keep our eyes on the 49ers. They're not out of this quite yet. I'm also watching a college football game, UCF against Florida. And I always root for the underdog. So I'm rooting for Central Florida to beat Florida. So football junkie watching football right now. But I will be watching the Lakers coming up in about an hour and a half from right now. But before we do, guys, what's the what's the holiday plans? What do you got going on over the next couple of days? Well, I work. I work tomorrow, and I work uh, pretty much the whole weekend. But, you know, just uh, relaxing a little bit. I had a few invites to certain, you know, uh, parties from friends, but I'm going to politely decline all of that and just stay home and relax. Trying to stay away from crowds and, and people that you don't know where they've been and what they've been doing? Um, I just want to be safe. You know, I feel like because my dad's sick, my dad had surgery about a month and a half ago. So I just, I love my friends. We've seen each other. We already gave each other gifts. So, you know, I'm like, I love you guys. And I just, I just want to have me time, man. I work a lot. So that's kind of what I want. Well, I know what we, who else we could ask about their holiday plans is Kirk because he's on the hotline right now. Oh, I love this. Kirk Morrison lost electricity at his house, lost Wi-Fi at his house. And and Kirk, you're going to finish the show with us. That's great. Yeah, uh, Team Morrison. Uh oh. Team Morrison, we're all in the car. Uh, luckily, my mother in law lives not too far away. So, our area, there is uh, it's kind of just driving through a ghost town. No lights in our area. So, we're uh, on the move. So, just he, wanted to uh, give you guys the update. He sent us the cutest picture. There, it's like really him and his does. kids with like the glow sticks and flashlights. So <laughs> cute. Yeah. And my, my little son, you didn't hear him, but he said, there are no lights in our house. So, Aww. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, so Kirk, cute. listen. We're, but it, but it was, my alarm works, though. My alarm hey, still works. Hey, look, man. I just want to say this. I really appreciate the way you started the show today. You jumped out of that oral surgeon's chair so you could be here to do the show, only to have your electricity go out and miss half the show. So I'll I'll end the show by saying this. 
Have a happy holiday to you and your family. Safe travels, yeah. Kirk, as you're out there calling college football games on ESPN Radio and TV. And uh, enjoy yourself, enjoy your family, and uh, and stay safe out there, man. All right, everybody tell them Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Thank Aww, you. how cute. Thanks, Merry Kirk. Christmas, Merry Christmas, Morrison family. Merry Christmas. Linz, you got big plans over the next couple days? Um, I'm going to watch some documentaries I got on my list. That's what I'm planning on doing. Yeah. Nice. I'm feeling pretty strong right now after the booster yesterday. So I'm, uh, I'm going to do a little Christmas Eve dinner tomorrow night with some friends. I'm going to do a Christmas Day dinner with some friends. And uh, then a little bit of uh, family time on Sunday with a girlfriend and her family. So... All right, listen, we got to hustle up. Happy holidays, everybody. Stay safe out there, especially those of you that are driving around right now. Stay safe. Merry Christmas. We love you. We appreciate you. And we will see you on Monday. Have a great holiday weekend, everybody, from all of us here at 710 ESPN. Peace out.